Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Rob Fisher here. How's everybody doing this week? Hopefully, uh, everybody's having a good uh, start to their week. We're looking at uh, Tuesday, April 5th. Um, only one day till hump day, so hang in there. <laughs> We're going to talk about nanotechnology and um, kind of what's going on in nanotechnology, what kind of things nanotech can do. What does it even mean? I think a lot of people have used the phrase recently, especially in the uh, upstate central New York area um, where there's a lot of talks and hundreds of millions of dollars have been invested in this local economy up in upstate New York, specifically the Utica, Rome, maybe Oneida areas uh, should be impacted by this nanotechnology that we're all talking about. I heard yesterday, uh, it's just for reference, it was April 4th, 2016, yesterday on WIBX in central New York uh, with Bill Keeler and the morning crew over there. Um, they had Senator uh, Griffo and assembly person uh, Anthony Brindisi on their show. And I think the, the the thing is, if you look at if you look at the headlines in the news in Central New York, you kind of get a feel, a read of what people are thinking, and then the media is responding to that. And I think one thing that I've kind of heard rumors uh, floating around from people of all different sorts of people, from real estate people to uh, to uh, <clears throat> the Joe Pizza guy locally, um, is that uh, it is coming. Nanotech is coming. Nanotech will be in Utica, New York, and Central New York. Um, and in some ways, it already is. There are companies that work in the nano sort of structured world. Uh, but that kind of lends to the point is like, does people really know when they say, oh, nanotech is going to be in whatever it could be? We could be talking about, you know, another Utica in Minnesota or Rochester or what have you. But, you know, is, is a new technology something that is kind of in the process of being, well, it's been proven. It's been proven nanotechnology works for decades. It's not more than that. But um, the question is, can it save a community that's kind of dead in the water? Um, And I say that with all due respect to the area. Uh, It's it's kind of perceived as dead in the water. And I think what happens is when people, you know, look at a group of investors. If you get an investor, look at Shark Tank. Once one investor is in, they all want in. Not always. But by and large, once one wants in, they well, now there's safety in numbers. We can group this together. We can work as a group. We don't have to be out there. Human beings, I think, are instinctively afraid to be out there on their own in the middle of the, the crowd trying to defend themselves or what have you, um, which is why, you know, we have things like lawyers and, and people who represent us in situations. But ultimately, can a, can a technology, can a new technology survive and thrive in a community that's so still primarily based on like industrial ideas and you know I heard one person argue that and and there's a lot of negative and you know we try to look at positive as well but one of the things that I heard that was moderately negative about nanotechnology in in mid-sized cities is that it's not the technology can't save the area the area has to save the area now one obviously you have to embrace nanotechnology and I think all the politicians on both sides of the aisle Republicans and Democrats in this marketplace have done quite well working together. And of course you can always make the argument, well, they're still taking other people's money and bringing it to neighborhood. And that argument we're going to pass on that argument for today. We're going to say that, Hey, nanotechnology is not a bad idea, no matter where it's tried. Um, it should work. And so, so the concept of nanotechnology saving a marketplace in upstate New York is, is more, more a question of is the community ready for it? 
and will it embrace it? Now we've got uh, SUNY Tech, you know, the tech school up here, up up there in uh, uh, upstate New York. Um, you know, it's just maybe 20 minutes from from the downtown area of Utica. Um, we've got the mentions now solidified of the uh, um, the hospital, which looks like it's half funded, which is you know 50% of the way there. Is the glass half empty or half full? Um, you know, 50-50-90 rule there. But if you look at it from a positive perspective, the money's there. Um, I heard, uh, again, I heard yesterday uh, Senator Griffon and Assemblyman Vendizi were, were giving actual details, which was fantastic to hear um, for this upstate central New York community in the sense that they were actually naming names, um, companies that they are talking to that, that do plan to move in um, on the positive side, they were given the positive side and the positive details. And, you know, they also were quite honest and open about the fact that this still takes more time. Um, and, and and rumors of it failing are certainly not going to help it move forward. So so that said, um, you know, we don't want to spread any rumors, but whether positive or negative, but from the details that were given out by uh, Senator Griffo and Assemblyperson Brindisi yesterday, I think that they had a big impact on the the view of the community. I know they did me um, when they did mention names in different parts of the facility, the nanosec, the quad C. Um, I can't remember what they call the other one, AMS. Uh, but regardless of what they called it, they gave pretty good details. They were still talking about you know, they were looking at the grand total of this investment's gonna be in the billions, one one and a half billion or something to that to create nano Utica. Um they're calling it the state's second major hub of nanotechnology research and development. Uh to for one quote there. Um and, and remember this too, that this nanotech Utica goes back dates back to something like twenty twelve. One of the uh one of the um News people on the show yesterday also pointed that out, that they they had a news release. This is at WIBX. Uh, I can't remember the name of the person who said it. We can quote that in the in the text later. But um, that they had press release that went back to 2012. We're talking, so, you know, four years is when they started talking about this. And so another, another two or three years sounds like a lot to us who, you know, to, to the people who live in, in the community, but when you look at the grand scale of the investment and the, and the, I mean, just look, you know, if, if you get a chance, Google the word clean room and I forget how many parts per million they have to be, but with nanotechnology, one thing you have to remember that a piece of dust that's in everybody's air that we breathe and forget about could completely utter, utterly destroy a million dollar chip. Uh, I'd say chip, it's not a little chip. They're big, look like CD size chips, but they're really millions and millions of chips computer chips, uh, transistors, resistors, you know, down to the level where you, you can't, I don't know if you remember how, how, you know, it depends on what age you are, but, you know, I remember seeing transistors 20 years ago, and you don't see those anymore. They're digit, they're etched into the components, and that's why they're called nanotechnology. Now, take that to the next level, and, and uh, you know, you, you, of course, have to use nanotechnology to build things like nanorobots or nano whatever they're talking about things that can potentially manipulate your dna um maybe cure you from some dreadful diseases but there's so many uses for nanotechnology and the the gist of it 
being in central New York. And so my question is this. So, so two things. One, um, one of the comments I heard was that, like, look, technology, like Tech Valley, uh, you've got a Tech Valley, I think it's in, down in New York City. You've got the, you know, you've got the high-tech corridor over in Los Angeles. You've got uh, all these places, and, and, and then even maybe look at Google. Here's an example. Look at Google, okay? Where is Google and why? Where's the headquarters? Where are some of its units? Where does it deploy and get its people? You know, it gets them from these tech corridors. Why is that? Because it's a different culture, if you will. It's a different corporate culture. People expect different things. You know, I was looking at one of the maps, and I looked at where Verizon Fios is. Um, Verizon Fios is in major cities. Like, as an example, in central New York, Verizon Fios is available in parts of Syracuse, parts, not available in most of the other cities, smaller cities, Utica, Roma, Nida, surrounding Syracuse, and why is that? Well, simple. It's still not worth the investment for Verizon to bring that fiber to some of these other communities. There's, once again, only part of Syracuse has Verizon files because it's so expensive and it's a big investment. And will it pay back? Well, it looks like, according to Verizon, it'll pay back, but only in parts of Syracuse um, in central New York region. So so you have to look at that, you know, is that kind of, in a way, that's how far the culture spreads from a technology perspective is how, how far can you afford to run it, you know, and why is maybe Utica not a hub or, or a Rome or Oneida? You know, why is it in Syracuse and why is it only in parts of Syracuse? Well, the reason is because there's a an investment, but in addition to that, if you look at people that are in the tech valleys of the world, not just the United States, you look at people that are in the tech valleys of the of the the world, the globe. They coalesce in certain spots, certain places. Why? Why do they coalesce there? Why is that? I think everybody knows the answer. Because you can't get fiber lines. You can't get a lot of the high-tech stuff that some of these people, these employees at Google, they, they don't expect to be asked uh, uh, how to log into the Wi-Fi. It's just there. It's there all the time. They pick up their device. They don't have to worry about minutes, okay? They don't have to worry about data. So now, is it all about minutes and your data plan? Well, kind of, because it all leads back to the same thing is what's the culture and what what is your basic sort of support system for that culture, um, every kid in America right now expects to be able to pick their phone up and whatever. It could be research. It could just be something goofy like you know, try to catch the cat on the ad or something like that, but whatever. The point is that there's a culture that we have. And so maybe the answer to the question is that in this new sort of culture, maybe people under 20, under 30, somewhere in that range, you know, they're going to go to a city and they attack valley area and they're they're going to start to expect that stuff so the question is a lot of people say will they relocate will they come to a culture that's kind of backwards maybe still a little stuck in the industrial age that doesn't have fiber lines um you have to ask yourself all these other questions so so what we have is hundreds of millions of dollars invested in nanotech and then the question is do the people from that culture want to be here well i think the answer is is simple yet if we make it to their likings. So 
do they want to come here as it is right now? No, absolutely not. But do they want to come here if maybe we, you know, because we talked about there was somebody back in the day made some marketing stuff, and it was Tech Valley, whatever, Mog Valley. Uh, the area was kind of being rebranded as a, a technical place, but there's still no fiber. It is whatever there is. is not is the central New York area, with the exception of parts of Syracuse, is it the flyover region of the United States that people often refer to? Um, I talked to, I was interviewing a person who was a, a senior official at one of the large hotels locally, and I was curious to say, like, what do they want when they come here? You know, could we could we do something to make them think that, well, this is a technical valley, a tech valley, so to speak. And and he said that the the problem was in in, in – and because he wants to make more money. So he's looking at me saying, well, listen, the problem is that most of the people that he sees, business people that come in and rent his hotel, motel, what have you, are on their way through, like the flyover part, <laughs> a flyover part of our country. They're coming through the area. Maybe they're headed to Rochester or headed to Syracuse or Buffalo or what have you or to the North Country, or up to the Adirondacks. So in one sense, it's a positive thing to have a central location, and, and people do come through um, the Mohawk Valley and the Utica Rome area, but they're coming through. The mentality of coming through is get some sleep, get some rest, get some sleep, watch a movie, wake up, and go. There's no time to, to ruminate on where do I get some pizza or what have you. There's no, there's no time to sit and ponder what am I going to do today here in the Utica Rome area. So we need to start providing these things to the to the flyover, the, the fly through people, the travelers. You know, we need we need reasons for them to be here one day. What about what about if we just had a a business um a business friendly hub could be in the hotel. I don't even know. Get some investors, put a business friendly hub, make it super high speed, the highest speed you can achieve in the area, which is also a limiting factor, is just the speeds that you can reach if you look at Time Warner Cable, somebody who's had customers in all these marketplaces forever, one name or another, but but you look at the speeds. Are available. Go ahead and look. I'm not even doing the research for you. Go ahead and Google and look at Time Warner and look like you're going to get some space in New York City and then look at Syracuse and then look at like a Utica, Rome or a or even a smaller area, like some of the parts up in the North Country in New York State, up in Old Forge or up whatever, and look at the speeds that are available through Time Warner Cable. Be surprised. It's a difference from one city to the next. Um, so we're going to stay positive. It looks like Nanotech, Utica, New York, is on track. It looks like that there's ties to Albany, it looks like there might be some ties to GE Aerospace. It looks like possibly IBM's looking at it. But um, I think the reassurance yesterday from Senator Griffo and Assemblyman Brindisi was uh, was quite timely um, because according to the headlines, and let's look at some of the headlines. So we're looking at, like I said, this goes back, this whole thing goes back to 2012, maybe before that. But there's actual paper evidence that goes back to 2012. If anybody, if anybody has any evidence that goes back further than that, then uh, let me know. But you're looking at, for instance, in the Utica Observer Dispatch, our view. <clears throat> it says, our view, nano coming, just hang in there. 
so that's kind of telling in itself. Um, it starts out with the word patience. I think a lot of people be maybe a little insulted by that, but, you know, whatever, it is what it is. Patience, that's what has sustained believers in nanotechnology from the get-go, and that's what is needed to sustain them in the months. And I added this, or years ahead, uh, as work on the Computer Chip Commercialization Center, that's a lot of Cs, Computer Chip Commercialization Center, otherwise known as Quad C, <clears throat> And the chip fabrication plant at SUNY Polytechnic Institute in Marcy, New York, continue to be developed. So one thing I get out of that is that weight continue to be developed. I mean, they're showing bulldozers on the land. So I was a little thrown by that, taken aback by that. This is on March 11th, uh, this year, 2016. Um, this post was at 3 a.m. for some reason. So it goes back into the patient thing. It's got pictures of bulldozers breaking ground, which is wonderful. I'm all about bulldozers breaking ground. But uh, I kind of thought that was done. That was a done deal. I thought it was here. And from what I was told, we had clean rooms in place. Um, but it does seem as though there's there's more work to be done. Um, there's I guess there's several different parts to this. You know what? I'm going to visit this place, get some pictures and do some more posting about this. So look at the, my website, uh, Google my name, Rob Thrasher, uh, whether you're looking for Rob Thrasher on real estate, uh, commercial real estate, Rob Thrasher business properties, stuff like that, you can find me. Also, if you just type in Rob Thrasher, um, there's thousands of us out there, uh, but I come up at the top. I've got thousands of articles. And uh, like I say, if you Google my name with real estate or my name with nanotech or, or what have you, you're going to – you're going to find me, um, Black Talk Radio, of course. You can search for me in there. I come up at the top. Um, so it does seem as though it's March 11th, which right now we're at April 5th. It does appear as though on March 11th, um, at least according to the Observer Dispatch, the paper of record in, in this region, that um, there's more work to be done. And the, the title, the, the uh, text under the image with the bulldozer says, Crews work to clear land for the construction of the AMS chip fabrication plant to be built off Edict Road in the town of Marcy, New York. Again, that's the AMS reference that I said earlier, and it looks like, so I guess in a nutshell, it looks like they're building, uh, somebody's building, I think the taxpayers are building an actual facility for the um, AMS chip fabrication. So um, why you build the clean rooms first? Uh, and then the chip fab plant uh, befuddles me. But, um, I mean, the, the only answer to that is a negative one. I'm going to avoid it for now. I mean, you could, you know, I'm not going to avoid it. You know what? Guess what? Somebody might argue, listen, you build those first to get people working. <laughs> I don't know. But there's people working on the um, construction of this uh, so chip fabrication plant. <clears throat> and, that's uh, again, that's Edict Road in Marcy, New York. So that's positive. Now, that was March 11th. It was yesterday, April 4th, when the senator and the assemblyman were on the WIBX radio show. So you're looking at, um, you know, a few weeks' time span between when uh, Observer Dispatch determined that the people needed to be um, better informed on the uh, on what's going on up there uh, SUNY Polytechnic 
my, you know, again, my, I have some questions about that. I'm, I don't understand why you build it. Somebody said we had a functioning clean rooms up there. So one of the things, like I say, I'm going to do is make a visit, uh, try to figure out, you know, what's going on up there. Um, we have a, uh, another article. Let me see. This one is from CNY homepage, which is, uh, who is that? That's um, oh, the actual article called Nanotechnology Now is by Angie Pavlovsky. Uh, from WUTR, and that's under, again, uh, domain name is cnyhomepage.com, uh, New Hartford, updated March 30th, uh, March 30th, and this says, uh, in a nutshell, Jack Kelly knows nanotech like the back of his hand, I'm paraphrasing, um, through aiding, bringing it uh, to life in his county, he is now visiting the Mohawk Valley as we prepare to change our region. As these guys, a quote by um, Jack Kelly. I'm not sure what his credentials are. It says he brought uh, brought it to life in his county. Which county would that be, Miss Pawlowski? We got a Bernie Sanders ad running here. <laughs> Bernie's got some money there. Crazy Uncle Bernie's got some money. He, he kind of reminds me of the Ross Perot of, of today, if you know what that reference is, too. Well, let's see. So Mr. Kelly continues, as these companies move into the area, they pretty much are going to pretty much. I like employment, good-paying jobs for the next 30 to 40 years. And that, well, I would say forever. Nanotech is going to become something even better, I assume. Nanotechnology manufacturing, maybe quantum technology manufacturing. Let's just... My geeky guess there, I suppose. Um, nanotechnology manufacturing, uh, making of chips for computer, automobiles, etc., is the wave of the future. The wave of now, really, but sure, the future. And it isn't going away, according to Mr. Kelly. Jobs have to first arrive, something that has created large controversy throughout the Mohawk Valley region, questioning how long it will actually take and if what uh, what if what some are calling ghost jobs will appear at all uh, there were an awful lot of oh, awful lot of soothsayers is this really going to happen let's continue on let's go move further down uh well his argument is that people don't spend billions unless it's a <laughs> and not make it happen. I mean, I guess, yeah, I, I, they do actually all, all day long in Washington. They spend millions every minute and don't make squat happen. So I, I kind of have a controversy with that there, uh, Mr. Mr. Kelly. But but that's okay. Um, his point is taken. Opinion in the article, Quad C hopes to employ 1,500 with additional jobs and companies on top of General Electric and AMS looking into the Marcy site. Uh, we need a contract, though. That's, that's what people want to see is the contract. Right? Doesn't everybody want to see the contract? I think we do. Um, something Kelly says this area is more than ready to handle. Upstate New York is poised. We have water. We have infrastructure. But most important, and I would say most importantly, uh, we have people that this industry we have huh? we have people that this industry we have a saying the best way. This is kind of poorly written uh, or something, or, or his statement is poorly transcribed or both. I don't know. We have a saying, the best way to be a winner is to hang out with winners, uh, and they are definitely winners. Who? Upstate New York people? I don't know. Let's move on to another article. 
I think that one could have been better. Uh, let's see. We've got some mentions here at WIBX950.com. State budget includes funding for Marcy Nano site and new hospital. Um, they said the hospital could be easily five years out, so nothing personal against the politicians, but in politicians speak, that could be seven to ten years. I don't know. Being cynical a little bit. Um, the same two fellas, Defoe and Anthony Brindisi, we have a, a state senator and assembly person. Um, and so according to that, the budget includes $585 million in funding toward the Marcy Nano Center site. Uh, how much more do we need, though, to, to do this? I mean, whatever. We need the money. I get it. I get it. you got to have the money to make stuff happen. Uh, but it just makes me nervous when it's politicians spending other people's money. So. It should be good for this area. I think it could revitalize and help this area. My question really is that is an investment, you know, how does this, I mean, how does the state get that back, if, if at all? Um, but we'll see. Like I said, we need this. This area needs this. And really every area needs it. If you think about it, if nanotech really is taken off, it's going to be in every city anyway. But maybe this would have come to the central New York area with or without have built $1.5 billion. I don't know. Nobody knows the answer to this. Um, so WIBX, they're pretty positive about it over there. Um, Utica Mayor Robert, this again is from uh, WIBX950.com. Utica Mayor Robert Palmieri uh, issued the following statement on the budget. Uh, recently approved state budget solidified the necessary investment to make our region a hub for nanotechnology. Coupled with the medical facility, yada, yada, yada. All right. We don't want to hear about politicians. Cynical again. Here's another one. Let's see what this one is. Now, this is from the CNY Business Journal, and you can find it at cnybj.com. Lawmaker state budget commits $585 million. Gosh, can you imagine that number? Half a billion dollars. And they're talking about one and a half total. That is a lot of money. There's no doubt about it. Mercy, New York, the newly approved New York State budget allocation further solidifies the state's investment in the Mohawk Valley's future as a center of nanotechnology. New York State Senator Joe Griffel and State Assemblyman Anthony Brindisi contended in a news release issued Friday. That sounds suspicious that it's like what the mayor of Utica said, but we'll go ahead and ignore that for now. <laughs> it's the location where Austrian-based company AMS AG is investing $2 billion to develop a three-story, 360,000-square-foot chip wafer fab facility. So this isn't all government money, actually. This is $2 billion from AMS AG. Well, I would Google that if I was everybody listening. Google AMS, that's Alpha, Mike Sierra, and then AG, that's Alpha Golf, investing $2 billion to develop a chip wafer fab facility in Marcy. The firm is bringing 1,000 new jobs to Nano Utica site Marcy. Well, that's very positive, too, because it's not government money. Fantastic, actually. That's, nobody else seemed to have had that in their articles. Quad C building, capital for a day. Well, there you have it. That's my rendition of what's happening up to date. As we get more news from here, I'll be broadcasting more about nanotech in general. The next show, I want to talk really mostly about what nanotech is and what kind of cool things can be done with nanotechnology. Um, I don't think it gets much cooler than building something that can, that can modify our DNA 
just imagining all of the good and bad things that that could bring with it. But, um, you know, let's look at it from, um, you know, curing uh, maybe cancer or curing uh, AIDS. Or how about curing it all? How, how about just a cure-all and be done with it? I mean, if you can manipulate genes, you cure everything. So that was it. That's um, I have the history posted on the website. Just Google uh, Rob Thrasher Spotlight on Success. Thanks for coming to the show. I'm going to try to do this minimum once per week um, and then hopefully transcribe it as well and get it out there. I got a minute, 10 seconds. So once again, find me, robthrasher.com. Uh, we're going to be putting up a new blog, I think, at cybervillage.com. Come see that. Um, if you're a real estate agent in the real estate industry, I highly recommend you go to Realtor Reach. Like I'm reaching new customers using Realtor Reach, R-E-A-L-T-O-R, and the word reach like I'm reaching out for new customers, new leads, new traffic. It works really well. Um, I have numerous success stories on that as well, which you can find by searching for case studies in my name. Rob Thrasher case studies that I've done for other customers as well as for uh, companies that I've worked for in the past. Um, if you're getting ready to do some uh, emailing, email marketing, you can also do that through realtorreach.com as well as uh, if you search my name and email design template, you will find a PDF document that helps you design your uh, email campaign and other marketing, other such online marketing um, endeavors. Everybody have a great day. I will talk to you all very soon. Happy nanotech. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.